listening to Ink Studs on CITR 101.9 FM. What was that we were just listening to? It was a Son Jarocho. It's a very a typical music from a Veracruz in Mexico. All right. Um, my guests today are uh, Alejandra Lopez and Shane Rollin. And um, they're here to chat about the Illustrated Journey project run out of uh, La Bucelle over on Broadway. You guys have a special event that you're doing on Saturday. We do, we do, and I want to invite everyone. It's uh, our exhibition, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna display the stories of the youth that participated. They are immigrant and refugee youth, and it's gonna be at the Native Education College, two eight five East Fifth Avenue, from one to four, and everyone is very welcome. And that's just uh, one block east of Main Street for folks wondering. So it's pretty low central location to go check out. And it's a beautiful space, too. I haven't been there. It's a long house. Oh, oh I know the one. Yeah, yeah, very close to the western front, which is yeah. a dance studio, too. Yeah, well, dance and much, much More else. It's a, an old, one of the oldest art spaces in the city, Yeah, the western front. So, But yeah, now I know where you're talking about. I forget things, where things are and stuff. So, The Illustrated Journey, this is the second, I guess, collection? The second collection of stories is the second project. And it's a, a project where we pair a refugee and immigrant youth that are newcomers to Vancouver with comic book artists, and they tell a story through comics about their homeland or about the... Challenges they face in Vancouver, or a personal story about whatever they want. It was I, I've just got the f- first book now, so I haven't chance to read that. But I did read the second one um, last night, and it, I found it really interesting. Um, just how personal the stories are. Like they're um, sometimes when you hear stories of other countries, it's you know the the talk of the struggle within that country and the challenges but this seemed more a lot more humanistic personal just how that person that author the creator is feeling about that experience and what's important to them i found that really fascinating to see what i may see is important is not the same thing that is important to that person Yeah, I think uh, that it's very interesting. It's hard to compare both projects because they are all amazing stories. But I think that in this uh, comic, there's like many different levels of complexity in their stories because they are very personal. And I think I, I, we tried through the workshops, we tried to encourage different techniques of storytelling, even if they were going to have or the end of the project, they were going to have a comic. And that was the whole objective of the project we also brought people that told stories through theater dance and other artistic ways so that the youth had a the experience of having other people in the city that were also newcomers or had the experience of immigrating to canada or coming as refugees and that they were artists too and that they used art to tell stories and they used art for community development or for social change and so I think that this encouraged encouraged the youth to uh, got to this level and of and to this safe space to feel that they could actually express what they were feeling their thoughts 
what kind of things they were scared of, and I think that's very meaningful. Now, Shane, you were involved in both books. You uh, shyingly admitted to having something in the first, and then not so much for the second. Uh, yes, but the first one, what I'm saying, because um, uh, Alejandra just told me, I mean, the um, who's with the ladies that Larissa. Yeah, Larissa. Um, yeah, she's just calling me and I'm to do a translation for this kid because I don't, you know, mostly the kids just, you know, new to Canada, they don't speak English straight. Then I do translating for them and, and you know, it's so excited because I also tell you know, them my story about the, the adventure story in the past and I came through the Vietnam to Cambodia, you know, the, 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 the hardest time for me to get through for everything is, is, is so... Terrible. Then that's why I'm just want to share this story for to, to everyone to knowing is you know where I'm come from, and you know and I, I do share this for the kids. You know, very excited. You know, I, I meet a lot of people and you know different culture and different languages and background and <laughs> I, I, I learn a lot about uh, you know even I realize myself. Wow, I thought Canada is only like Canadian guy, people here, but there's a lot of people you know come different countries. It's so excited. It's 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 so neat because it's yeah. so diverse. I mean, yeah. yourself, you you say you're, you're you're from Vietnam, yeah, and then you have someone from the Congo, Congo and Afghanistan, and we have Thailand, uh, different places in Africa yeah. like Swaziland, Congo, Cameroon. We have a, a girl from Mexico, and in the last project where Shane translated for us, they were mostly from Vietnam. But uh, Shane is. I've been knowing them some in the refugee camp too with those kids. Then, um, uh, but some of them go to my school and some of them not because, uh, you know, because depend on the level they are. So, and I, I know them at school too. And that's why I met, uh, uh, I keep forgot her name. So. Larissa. Yeah, Larissa. <laughs> and she went to my school and she talked to me about those kids. Like, okay, you can bring those, you know, newcomers to your project and enjoy it. I hope it's pretty good for them, you know. Yeah. They, they learn something, you know. <laughs> Rather not staying at home, you know, on the Saturday, you say, okay. Um, How did you get so. involved? Um, I get involved with this, you know, Labuzo, wasn't it? Labuzo. Yes. She called me and then and she told me that she's like, there's a um, whole bunch of kids here that don't speak English, then I, I need you to translate for this. I'm like, okay, then... Uh, I know that I have a lot of busy days and I was okay, I spend my time to spend with, because the first time I know that everyone getting hurt to, to understand the English, then I, you know, I just want to spend my time, you know, to translate for this. I think it's useful for me too, because, uh, you know, because no one else can speak, you know, English, you know, what we call our language is dry, so no one can speak dry, right? So it's only a few people live in Vancouver, right? And then that's why I've been thinking out, you know, I'm asking my mom, so when I'm going to help this kid or, you know, I'm just doing another thing. My mom, like, depend on what you want to do because, you know, if you leave this one, so no one's going to help this kid, you know, to understand it, what are they doing? Yeah. So that's why I'm, I'm like, okay, I, I'd rather spend my time with them. <laughs> no matter what is it, it's, it's cool. Yeah, I love it. How old are you? I'm turning 19. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm just going to, I graduated from Topper. I yeah. went to Topper. Yeah, you went to Topper? Topper right. a long time ago. Yeah, then I, then I went, I I go to graduation at um you know, um what it call in UBC the um the auditorium. Oh, you're talking about the Chan Center. Yeah, Chan Center is it's like so fun out here and a lot of people there. Yeah, I graduated on 2007. So right now I'm still go to high school. You know, go to education to upgrade my courses because I missed some a lot of courses. Yeah. 
Stress sounds cool. Yeah. And I have to say that uh, Shane translated not Vietnamese. It yeah. was the specific language of yeah. Jarai. So it's like a it's a unique dialect yeah. to a certain part of Vietnam. Yeah, yeah what we call Montagnard, but we're not part of Vietnam because we, we got our own language, right? So we, well, but so we have our own words. Is is it called Montagnard? So that words come from French. Because there was France, you know, they involved, you know, world Vietnam mm-hmm. before the, with, with the United States, something like that. Yeah, America. Yeah, but those kind of thing, and th- that's why we call, you know, France give our words Montagnard that where where the area that we live. Whereabouts in in Vietnam? It's it's right in the middle, in middle south, you know, just south and north. It's right in the middle. In the middle, like, yeah. is it near uh, West Side? Oh, okay. Yeah. Near Cambodia, yeah, I think. Yeah, near Cambodia. Yes, that's where we live. I studied a little bit of, of history of Vietnam a couple yeah. of years ago in school. It's quite a fascinating, I guess, uh, mm. a lot of trouble over <laughs> yeah, the still, last 60 now years. It's, now still, but getting more better is happening with the real regions. And, you know, oh, so as long as, you know, you came here, you start a new life and, you know, have a lot of people here and enjoy life and, yeah. But you still feel those roots at home. Yeah, yeah. It's quite interesting. I think we're going to do a quick song break, um, and then we'll be back and talk a little bit more about the illustrated journey. CITR 101.9 FM. This is the Ink Stud Show. I am joined by Alejandro Lopez and Shane Rolland to talk about the Illustrated Journey, which will be uh, happening this Saturday at the Native Education Center at 285 East 5th Avenue at 5th and Scotia, just one block east of Maine. Of Kingsway. And just, just down from Kingsway. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. 
it's uh it's really interesting project um talking about uh people going through their i guess immigration experience of coming to canada um and what, what will be featured at this event on Saturday? Uh, we'll feature the different uh, comics that the youth uh, drew through the project. And I think that the outcome of the project is the comics, but the process is as important because uh, the way of addressing uh, traumatic experiences or isolation of language barriers uh, is by using this universal language, which is like illustrations and comics, that they don't necessarily need to have text mm-hmm. or that they don't necessarily need to speak English. And so that's another thing that I find very cool about using art and comics. And I think that the youth through the project at the beginning, they just learned the basics of like life drawing and illustration and then the different elements of comics. And at the same time, we were encouraging to share stories. And I th- think uh, the sharing of stories became uh, this space for them to heal and feel empowered. What kind of support networks do you have there while going through this with the kids? Well, we have a, we have six amazing artists uh, that they are all very socially committed and very talented. Carlin, Yumiko, Wei, Rich, and um, I think I'm missing one. Well, I think I said it. Jumiko, Wei, Carlin, uh, Richard, and that's it. No, yeah, they are all of them, and they are—they uh, are all uh, comic book illustrators. Some of them professionally, some of them as a hobby, but they are all very talented. They do different things, and they taught the youth in every Saturday how to draw and how to tell their story through comics. And then we also had volunteers. So, and then we brought guest speakers to uh, teach them how to share their stories and different techniques. And then uh, we had uh, social workers, not necessarily in the workshops, but if they need them, we could have them for them and counselors. And so we tried to create this very comfortable space for them to make new friends, improve their English and learn comics. (laughs) Which is what we love here. We love comics. We all love comics. <laughs> yeah? Did you get into comics through doing this project? Well, but um, the second one project that I I, I involved at the beginning, then uh, because I have school, so i kind of busy, then I don't 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 get through of it. So I, I, I like Andras told me that. So I, I was I was going to enjoy this because I got so many things to do and then, you know, just go to school and everything like that. And, you know, <laughs> that's what I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty... I know it's going to be awesome, but... I, at the beginning, I mean, like, you know, a lot of people come different, you know, as, as I know that is, you know, pretty, pretty, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what are some things you've learned about other cultures while doing this? Because it must be, that must be a big part of it. It's just learning so much. Yeah, but, um, you know, as I know, this is my culture and their culture, you know, but if you can compare with the with your culture, it's way too different, you know. Like um, you know, it's it's, it's going to be so amazing, you know, because um, they want to learn your culture and you want to learn their culture too. But was uh, that's the only thing that we, we that's why that you know it's go through in a comic book, you know, read the story, you know, tell to each other, you know, what is your culture and my culture, and, and is it, you know, is 
that's the the process is gonna be I learn about this then yeah in life yeah <laughs> <laughs> cool. now is this gonna be a continuing project will there be more yeah we're looking forward to do another one in the fall or a, at the beginning of next year but we would love to have it like on and on every year so to give the opportunity to other youth that are recent to Canada to express themselves is a very good welcoming to introduce them to comics. <laughs> it's a universal language. Yeah. It really is. In one comic I, I really like, thought was interesting that she made great use of the, um, the, the, the page and just like the, the language without using words was uh, Per Junpang. Junpang. Yes. That, she's amazing. It was really neat. How old is she? She's only 18. She started the project when she was 17, and then she turned 18. And she had never been introduced to comics. This is the first comic she makes, and I think she's so talented. And she expresses so much in her comic. It was, it, yeah, it was just like, it was great. <laughs> it, was just, it, it was just that, 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 you know, you could tell the person just really, like, got into it and can use the page. And that's what I really, I find really interesting is that, I mean, these aren't people, like, everyone I talk to on the show has been steeped in a life of comics. And these are folks that are, you know, just getting introduced to it and just seeing that immediate turnaround. I know, interaction and then appropriation of the medium to tell their story. I know. And I really like as well her comic because um, her English is good, but she doesn't use a lot of uh, dialogue. But like the way she expresses how she was feeling when she was taking the plane and what she was afraid of. And then like you can also learn about her uh, village in Thailand by reading her comic. And it's so colorful. And some of them were in different levels. Of uh, of learning and of using uh, comics, and it was very nice because the artists uh, gave spe- special attention to each one. So with Bear, they even taught her how to color her uh, comic in the computer. Oh! So that was very neat to have them, the artist, give attention according to the level and their skill. What kind of age range are we looking at? A uh, thirteen to eighteen. That was the age range that I was looking for. I wish we could do the project with kids and with older, but I I had to put a limit on it because then if they are too separate in age, then they don't have the same interests. And um, I feel that uh, teenagers, usually you're in this age that you're very self-conscious and you feel very vulnerable, even if you're in your own country and you speak your own language. So I feel that it's like uh, this niche of, of services that it's very needed for newcomers, youth. Mm-hmm. Is that important to you, Shane, like being able to be around other folks that have gone through the same thing and just... Yes, it's, it's, it's so important to me, you know, like as long as you just get to know people a lot and in, the, in a project, you know, doing, you know, even you don't know how to do and teach, you know, each other, you know... It's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, you know, that's, that's all I learned myself and, and the other people. And, um, you know, like, Alexa, you know, Alejandra, you know, she, 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 she told me, like, you know, tell this kid, like, um, you know, translate, like, getting better. It's like, it's, it's, it's the way you do it is um, um, fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. 
are you gonna be involved in some kind of way in the future maybe as a as a uh, mentor <laughs> yeah that's kind of a hard thing to say because um you know in the future might be some getting more busy and i you know with the education woman you know is um I'm probably, you know, I can't say yes or no. Answer. <laughs> well, yes. Uh, we'll take that answer. Yeah. <laughs> but I just want to mention that even if if Shane doesn't get involved in the in the next illustrated journey, he's still involved in helping refugees and immigrants here in Canada, yeah. which is very. Then I've been working for the you know interpreter for the Immigrant Service Society basically two years now since I came to Canada. Uh, it's pretty much a lot thing to do in, with the immigrant service and, you know, the doctor, you know, thing, you know. <laughs> You're telling me that you've been doing this for quite a long time. Yeah, but seen the refugee camp until it came here, right? You, you were about 10 yeah. when you started yeah. doing translations? Yeah. How long have you been speaking English for? Uh, because in Vietnam, I've been in grade 7, and um, I learned a little bit of English, right? Then I... Then I then I ran away from my country to Cambodia with my brothers. And well, um, I, I've been learning English for like two years in the refugee camps. Then and, and then my mom come in and you know I, I know is we the next future if I when I come back to Vietnam or to another country. So I have to learn English way. Right? So I've been learning for two years there. Then I you know get more better than I can in Canada. Yeah, it's it's a little more better than. The way it is. <laughs> it's really neat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure everyone has a really neat story to themselves. Yeah. They do. They do from like the adventure of taking the plane and how scary that was <laughs> to the difference in the weather and the language. The the one about the the one person coming from Afghanistan was really neat. Like it's from such a different culture, but all that was want to talk about was just missing playing games with his friends. I know. That's all that was important. It was like really fascinating just like how as much things are different, they're still the same. Yeah, and I find I, I find amazing Suleiman is like such a happy kid and he has lived so many different places. Like Belgium, he speaks fluent French and he speaks he speaks Farsi. It's like in Afghanistan they speak like a kind of Farsi, it's almost the same language. And uh, he speaks a little bit of Spanish and his English from the day one that she, he started the project to right now, his English has improved so fast. So I'm surprised on the ability of like young kids to adapt. He just wants to talk about like his friends and sometimes he brings Afghani music and he talks about his family in Afghanistan, but he's just so all over the place about playing and, and even the way he <laughs> lay out the comic. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah, that was really interesting. Like he did the he the triangles, to do it right? That way. Yeah. Like there's a lot of folks like if they did that now in a comic, we'd be like, Wow, that's really trying something new. <laughs> I know. I know. When I saw it, I thought it was really cool that he just set, you know, a style. Yeah, in his comic. Great. Well, I highly recommend folks checking it out. The Illustrated Journey at, uh, when we said 285 East 5th at the Native Education Center on Saturday from 1 to 4. Yeah, I, I want to thank you, Robin, for inviting us. And thanks, Shane, for being here. Yeah, no problem. God bless you, Gar. And then, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thanks to you too, Roy. And Alexandra too, you know. I, you know, I have school today. And Alexandra told me, okay, I call my teacher. 
I enjoyed this. Fun, well, yeah. thank you so much for coming <laughs> out here. It's been great yeah, to have you guys on. Fun, yeah. yeah, and everyone is welcome to come. You will enjoy it. We'll yeah. have fun. And for folks that want to find out more information, it's illustratedjourney.com. Yeah. There we go. Thank you so much. Thank have a nice day. Thanks. All right. And we'll just leave it off with some music. Thank you. 
sobre la tierra Tumba muerto sobre el mar Lo siembra en hoyos de arena Él les echa cal Yo soy el tiempo que pasa Summer Music Festival train isn't over 